Happy Friday, everyone. This is Shalina, and we're going to jump right into it today. We're going to discuss the pros and cons of cannabis use. And I know a lot of you are not going to be so happy about this topic, but it's okay because I am going to hit you with the facts. I know a lot of people, um, you know, they don't like to see the negatives of using cannabis. And as someone who has stopped using it in this last year, a little over a year now, I will say that there are some positives to not consuming. And I know that, um, you know, people just don't like to hear that there could be potential negative effects of when you use cannabis in any type of, you know, um, excessive way, I guess you can say. There are definitely medical benefits of using cannabis, and I do believe that cannabis is a medicine and it should be treated as such. And I think that is the one takeaway that I've gained in this last year of um, not using it. Um, I definitely think that it is a, you know, I wouldn't say it's a healer, but it definitely is a helper and it can help people with their, you know, chronic pain. It can help people that are battling anxiety, uh, depression etc you know if you have seizures you know there are studies that have shown that it does help with you know especially with seizures for example and i think that you know like with anything whether it's food whether it's alcohol whether it's you know it could be anything there's a potential for an addict addiction and abuse and we we don't like to really talk about that we think oh cannabis because it's become so normalized especially in california like so much so in California, I feel like now when you're driving, you know, for example, in LA, there's like a dispensary, like on every corner, you know, a, there are several on like one block and it has become normalized. And I'm, I'm happy about that in the sense that, you know, people have access to it, but I do think that we need to acknowledge that there is a high potential for abuse and, you know, just like with any substance, you know, there are negatives to it. And you know, if you are a, uh, a chronic user, you will, you know, acknowledge the fact that, you know, it does affect you in some way. It, it you know, physically, for example, you know, you do get red eyes, like the glazy eyes, of, um, which is a very common effect. And then also like cotton mouth, you know, you, you kind of like dry up in a way, like your body kind of dries up. And, you know, another thing that I didn't realize um, affected me when I was smoking was I wasn't dreaming when I was smoking. So I think it was fairly quickly after I stopped smoking, my dreams came back like instantly and they're so vivid. Like even up until this day, like I'll have like vivid dreams where it's like, whoa, like I can act like I remember my dreams and I'm sure like when you smoke, like I'm sure you dream, but you don't remember them as much. And yeah, I just think that like there's this, you know, taboo of talking about, you know, the cons of smoking, especially because like if you're in the industry, it's like, how dare you talk about like there being negatives, but it's like you have to be aware of the negatives. And I think that when you only look at it and like, oh, it's only positive and it, it, yes, it brings people together. Yes, it can help you if you have chronic pain. Yes, it can help you if you're suffering from, you know, anxiety, depression, et cetera. Like I mentioned earlier, yes, there are benefits to it, but at the end of the day, it is a drug of some sort and it does produce um, like hallucinogenic effects. And we have to be aware of that and we have to be, you know, just, just, I guess aware is the best word because we 
as a society, I know that a lot of us in this industry are really pushing for, you know, legalization all over. And I don't believe that cannabis should be uh, regulated in the way that it is. I do believe that cannabis is an, a completely highly regulated industry, an overregulated industry that is kind of just you know, ridiculous at this point of how many rules and regulations, you know, on the state level, on the local level, you know, a city can outright, you know, the, for example, a state can legalize it, but if it's the state leaves it up to like the local cities, and this is not like every state, but for California, for example, the state will leave it up to the local cities to make those um, deciding factors of whether or not they'll have, you know, any sort any form of recreational cannabis in their city, which you know, that also um, creates a disproportionate effect of cannabis. So I just feel like it is, you know, highly regulated. And I think it's kind of definitely um, unnecessary. But at the same time, I do think that we need to be aware that there are negatives to smoking and using cannabis. And I think also people are you know, just so wanting to like have the coolest product and have the product with like the most THC and like, you know, just like even dabs, like dabs are a relatively new concept. It's not, you know, and I wouldn't say it's relatively new, but it's, you know, the extracting cannabis in that way, it hasn't been done, you know, for since the beginning of time. It's more so like it's a more modern concept um, or method, I should say. But yeah, I just think that we need to be more aware of, you know, how we use cannabis and not be so, what's the word, just um, careless with it. And, you know, there is still, again, a high potential for abuse. And I, I, someone who has smoked as much as I have in my life, you know, for consecutive years, you know, there were, I remember in the beginning when I stopped using it, like it was very, my body was like, it was difficult. It was very difficult for like a week. Um, but then after that, I kind of was over it. Like, you know, it just, I started filling up those habits with, with the, I started filling up that habit with something else. And I talked to um, a couple of my friends in the industry and we talk about that. We're like, you know, it's such a taboo to even talk about like the negatives of smoking, but there are negatives, like just like with, with anything, there's good and bad in everything. And, you know, I just think that this is something that needs to be talked about more. And I think that people need to be more aware of like the potential of such an abuse that can happen with it. And I do, I understand that people want like, for example, this rescheduling of cannabis from schedule one to schedule three, you know, a lot of people, I see like a 50, 50 split. I see some people are happy about it. Cause you know, the IRS, um, 280 E code is not going to be applicable anymore. So you know, businesses can now, cannabis businesses can now write off, ex, you know, expenses, etc. But then there's also like, people are like, oh, this is allowing big pharma to come into the industry and to monetize and etc. And it's like, listen, big pharma has been planning to get into getting into this industry way before we even thought about legalizing it. And from the people that I was talking with uh, throughout the past few years about big pharma, and they were even telling me they're like, you know, they've been buying up farms in like the Emerald Triangle, for example, for years, like preparing for, you know, either a rescheduling or, you know, for legalization on the federal level, etc. So I think that when we think that, oh, like big pharma coming into it is such a bad thing. And I, I see that point And I, 
I definitely do agree with it to an extent, but I would rather people be prescribed cannabis of some sort than, you know, a prescription pill like Oxycontin. And, you know, I've been watching, well, I actually watched the first episode of Painkillers on Netflix that's directed by Peter Berg. And I'm actually listening to him right now on Joe Rogan's podcast. And it's really incredible. Like I only saw the first episode and I was like, whoa, like it was just like, I had no idea about this family, the Sackler family that was like behind, you know, Oxycontin. And then also like all these other prescription pills. It like goes from like before even like Richard Sackler, I believe his name, and then the his father, I think it's Arthur Sackler. I, I could be mixing those two up, but they it's just like they're doctors, but they realize, you know, the profitability of making a drug that's so like marketable and that where they're treating people for their pain and yeah, getting them addicted to keep coming back for more. So, you know, um, where was I going with that? Just basically that, you know, I'd oh yeah, like I'd rather people, you know, be prescribed cannabis from their doctors than be prescribed these prescription pills so yeah i just it's a very like it's a controversial topic in a sense when you start thinking about it but at the same time like you know i'd rather i would rather that and i think that you know again a lot of people in the industry have their viewpoints on it and they're like oh they should just deschedule and i'm like i get that but like again at the end of the day the government wants to make money big pharma needs wants to make money and when they reschedule it to a schedule three it would be considered in the same classification of you know tylenol with codeine and ketamine and those are you know um medications that are are medications that are able to be prescribed so I, at the end of the day, like maybe I'm just being so positive and optimistic about this rescheduling, but I do think that there is a potential where, okay, you can go to your doctor's office and your doctor can prescribe you cannabis, you know, like your regular doctor, you don't have to go to like a weed doctor. And I think that could also be a benefit. Um, But yeah, I just think that our industry is all over the place. (laughs) I do think that, um, you know, we just really need to be aware of the pros, the cons, et cetera, and not just think that, oh, like, because we're in the industry, like, we have to be an advocate for everyone to use it. And there are no negatives. And I just think that's so wrong, you know, because like, there are negatives and, you know, we should be aware of it and it can, you know, there, it is a possibility that people can get psychosis. People can suffer some serious issues and, you know, and I do know people that have mental illnesses that, you know, when they do smoke, they actually, you know, because they are medically diagnosed of, you know, having like bipolar and, um, or those types of illnesses, like it does, Um, exasperate it it does make it a little bit worse they do sort of you know it's just it's kind of it's it's difficult to assess it but I don't think that it's always beneficial to everybody and we do need to be aware of that and yeah I just I know it's a, a sensitive topic for people in the industry and you know I'm again I'm all for the plant but at the end of the day I'm not naive to the fact that there can be negatives and there can be you know side effects that people are not comfortable with like I know people that don't smoke at all and never have and or people that in some of those people that have tried it you know they you know 
once you've ever tried weed, for example, everyone knows that like that first couple of times, like people kind of like trip out, you know, like it's like, oh my God. Like, I mean, I even at one point years ago, like a decade ago when I did it and I didn't, I wasn't a big smoker and I did it occasionally. It was something that I was like, whoa, like this is like a lot. Like I was, I would freak out. I'm like, I don't want to be high. I don't want to be high. Like I didn't, I didn't like the feeling. So, um, and I understand that. I understand like when you're not a smoker and your body's not used to it and your endocannabinoid system, you know, hasn't, um, been activated in that way. It does feel like, whoa, like it's, it's a weird feeling. So I also want to be sympathetic to people that, um, that aren't big users and, you know, I want to be, I want to acknowledge also the people that do see the negatives in it and, you know, they reasonably so feel like it has ruined, you know, their life or someone else's life. But I do also think that there are other factors to it. I don't think that it's cannabis itself. I do think that there's an underlying issue, like with any sort of addiction, et cetera. It's not the addiction that's the problem. It's an underlying issue that's the problem. It's, you know, it's like, for example, it's not the alcohol that's a problem. It's not like the, you know, the the cannabis that's the problem. It's the underlying issue that you're battling with that's the problem. And you're just using that substance as your way of coping and as your way of dealing and people have their preference of of drug choice or whatever type of choice you know some people will binge eat you know some people will be addicted to a person some people will be addicted to sex some people will be addicted to anything you know like drake says i know you're gonna laugh me for quoting drake but drake says like everybody has an addiction you know everybody does and we all have a type of a different type of addiction it doesn't have to be what we believe like it doesn't have to be just alcohol or you know food or cannabis or whatever um you know there are different types of addictions and i even think with cannabis it's not necessarily a physical dependence um and that's why i kind of do um appreciate the schedule not appreciate but i understand the schedule three description of describing the type of you know of what it how it's classified i should say you know that it's um a high physical i'm sorry a high um physiological dependence or psychological dependence and a low physical dependence and that is true like i i can understand that people psychologically are like it's your mind that's like i want to smoke i want to smoke it's not really your body craving it your body just has become accustomed to it so like for me for example like i was smoking for years and i haven't smoked um since last year i don't get those cravings but i know like a friend of mine she's kind of like right now she stopped smoking and she is going through that phase of she's like my she feels like the the craving for it and i think it's because she was so used to it but i'm like well once you get past that it's just sort of a habit you're trying to break like anything you know like it's like eating dessert like my my weaknesses is sweets you know i love eating desserts but once i bro- i'm like when you break out of that you your mind forgets your body forgets so these are all different um just things that have been on my mind about the pros and cons of cannabis and different conversations I've had with people that I know personally, people that I know in the industry that have been users, people that um, are actually trying to scale back a lot, you know, and it was kind of refreshing to hear the different perspectives of of, um, friends of mine in this industry that, you know, are limiting their use or are, you know, abstaining from it, you know, altogether. And it's kind of, it is, like I said, it's refreshing because A, I don't feel like I'm alone in this and B, it's like, wow, like, I'm not like my ideas are not that crazy like it is what I'm saying is actually like based in reality 
And, you know, I think if anybody's interested in taking a tolerance break or, you know, trying to limit their use, I do advise that that is a good thing. It's, you know, again, it's everybody knows themselves best, but like for me personally, yes, I benefited from it. Yes, I am happy that I no longer use it. You know, I am. It's, I am, I do believe that it's a medicine and it should be treated like that. And if I needed it medically, 1000%, I would want to use cannabis over any type of substance or prescription or anything um but yeah that's just something i just wanted to make this a short uh sesh and or not sesh but a short episode and you know just sort of get this conversation going with people of like hey do you think that cannabis can have negatives and you know not just pros because you know there are positive and negatives of everything and you know i would like to see more of this conversation happening and um, it was funny, those couple of friends of mine that we I've discussed this with have even said like, oh, they're so afraid of, of um, this kind of conversation being publicized because, you know, we are big people in the industry in the sense of like being voices of the industry, you know, not just in the industry, but outside the industry. And that it's such a big taboo to discuss, you know, it being a negative. But, you know, like with anything, again, p- pros and cons to everything. So it was, you know, a great discussion today, me just talking to myself, <laughs> talking to you guys. But um, I just hope that, you know, you give this some more thought and, you know, dive into it and think, you know, do some research on it. You know, I can tell you one thing, but unless you look into it yourself and look at the pros and the cons and, you know, how this may benefit you, a tolerance break or abstaining from it, etc., just look into it because again everyone's different there are people out there i know that like medically need to be on it like they're on it like 24 7 because they have you know uh nerve issues you know uh, just different types of chronic pain etc and if they're able to function and they're happy and it doesn't affect them negatively then all all power to you but for people that are like man i really have been thinking about it which i'm surprised at how many people i've spoken to that have said i've been wanting to take a little bit of a break or I've been wanting to kind of not do it anymore, you know, it's kind of incredible. And I I tell people, hey, try it out. It's, it's, you know, it's become such a, um, a norm in our society. But I do think that, you know, just trying it out for a month, you know, two months, you'll be really surprised when you start filling up that time with other things. Um, That's another thing, like I was talking about that with my friends, we're like, it's, it's such a hassle all the time to smoke. Like you always have to, you have to like make time for it. You know, you have to like plan out your schedule. So it's like, you gotta, because it's like, you know, rolling it, you know, buying it. It's another thing that it's freaking expensive. It's super expensive to buy weed nowadays. Like 60, I mean, when I was buying it, it was 60 bucks for an eighth. And I'm like, are you shitting me? And then sometimes it doesn't even include tax. Like again, it's over-regulated. And then the product you'll buy at the stores is like shit quality. Like it's literally like it's dry. It's old. You, and I always tell people when you purchase your weed, always look at the back, always look to see if it's what the package date is. Like what's the manufacturing date, the package date, because they will literally try to sell you weed from like six months to a year. Oh, like prior 
of when they got that shipment so i'm like they will do that and especially they'll do that to people that are like they think that are naive but like i was going to like a um a store regularly so they knew that i would always check like you know you can't open them the bags or anything like that you can't smell it like the old days like literally out of a jar or like they used to put it into a plastic container and weigh it like that's those are the days i used to buy and so it's it come a long way really quickly but like you were able to smell the weed, you were able to like sometimes even like touch it and like feel it. You can't do that anymore. So like my advice is when you buy it, always make sure that you're buying the freshest stuff because you are consuming that in your body. And just like you would, when if you would go to the grocery store and you would buy vegetables, for example, or fruits, you want to make sure you get the best product, right? You want to get the freshest product out there, you know, the the ripest. So it's like, why would that be any different when you buy weed? Like you should be buying you know, the freshest, um, freshest crop essentially. And again, always trying to feel it if you can in the package or, um, the, you can't really smell it because of the way they're packaged, but always look at the package date that will help you. And my advice is anything more than a month is like, for me, it would be pushing it. You know, I liked it fresh, fresh, fresh. I'm like, give me your freshest stuff. So, you know, again, these dispensaries, <laughs> I don't know, it's just so expensive it's really really expensive and i miss the the old days where you could just buy it directly from you know your grower that you knew that was selling to these shops and he would sell you an eighth for like 40 bucks and it would be like the dankest freshest stuff yeah those days are long gone um but yeah so there again that's that's another thing is which i'm kind of glad i don't have to go to the store anymore and you know again set out time to go buy some weed and make sure it's fresh and make sure it's you know you're you're not you're getting a good deal and it's it's just it's a hassle for me it's really become a hassle and you know until there we start seeing some movement with the regulations and taxation etc it's just for me i felt like it wasn't benefiting my life anymore um but yeah again everyone's different everyone has the reasons for it and i'm not trying to sway anybody from not using it i think that again it can bring people together i think that it can be beneficial and i think that people can really um, help themselves with you know their their um, physical ailments that they have and um yeah i think that again pros and cons of everything but you make the best determination that works best for you and i'm here to just give my opinion i'm not trying to give any advice um, you know, and especially no legal advice, just trying to um, share my thoughts on this. And everyone can make their own decision. You can make your own decision on, on what suits you best. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was all I wanted to talk to you guys about today was just, you know, the pros and cons of cannabis and, you know, how it could benefit you, how it can hurt you, how it can, you know, how this industry works in a sense. And again, everyone makes their own determination by themselves. So I hope this was beneficial to you, and if it was, please subscribe, leave me five stars, and I will see you next time.